wonderful, so wonderful. It's so good to be alive and well and with the ability to enjoy life in every good way, every positive way. You are listening to CRS Radio, the knowledge station. And I am Galalim. How about that? That's nice. Yes. Now, time goes by so rapidly, especially when you're not paying attention to the time passing. And if you're depressed and stuff like that, it can be that time slowed, you know, uh, based on the way you're thinking. If you need for something to happen, to bring you relief, and it's like it's taking so long, you know, but other times if you're having fun, feel great, um, you know, <laughs> um, you know, it's like the time runs off quickly. All right. So I am glad to be here. And as usual, uh, what makes me feel so positive and good is because I have good things to say. And I know there are people who like to hear breaking information that opens up a door standing to them. So it's not, they are not being indoctrinated, but they hear key um, information. It's like a key to the door. It opens up for them uh, a, a way that they would like to start thinking because they know for sure that what they, they, they thought that they are listening to is not a thought. It's not a thought that is begging something or in any other way it's trying you know um invoking any negative um feeling or way of thought so i don't have anything of that kind i have information that Reprove, rebuke, dispel lies. What I have to say are things that is confrontational with heresy. The Bible speaks of heresy, but if you understand the Bible real well, the use of the word heresy in the Bible is a mafia. It's, it's, a, it's a mafia concept calling the civilized way uncivilized. Basically, what you read in the Bible about Adam and Eve and Jesus Christ is nothing more than European sodomite philosophy. 
because they don't talk about anything positive unless they put it in the context of, you know, um, uncivilized thinking. And we don't know that when we grow up in the church because Adam and Eve to us is a real thing. It's not a real thing. But we grew up in a in a world where our societies we grow up in um it's normative to speak uncivilized things because that's all we are taught and exposed to. Slavery and all the killings and what they, we are, that has been done to the African people. We grew up in the church that those same people who put us in slavery, they are the ones who invented the church. And it is coming from way back in antiquity, 12,000 years ago, when clearly we don't stand a chance to be led astray because we don't know anything. So we hold on to things that are just uncivilized and we take it for being civility. So when we hear certain words and things like that, we would never know what it means because negative words are used in the Bible as a misnomer. You know, words, good words are used and um, and we take it for evil. And the evil words are taken for good words. So this is what we have going on. And what I'm trying to say to you is that what I have to say are the findings of evil sense of reason. And what I have to say is to confront these words and these issues that have been around us and lead us astray. We're confronting them. Confront the Bible that I never thought something I would be doing. But the times when I start to believe in the Bible started when I was like seven years of age. My parents were Christian, so there's no way that I was going to automatically think differently from them. So I walk in that psychologically, uh, that psychological victimized thinking. Didn't know any better. When I started to read, I was beyond 50 years of age. When I start to read very consciously. Notice the words I'm reading, what it says, the, the, the word and its definition, and how it is used in context with any issue that the word is speaking. I was beyond 50 years of age, almost 60 years of age. And what I am reading differs from the faith-believing stuff I, I, I have in my head. And faith alone in something don't teach you no knowledge. Believe, uh, believing in a notion that is not a historic thing, you don't have anything to corroborate what you believe in. And then you put faith in what you believe. You know, it means that your mind... Your mental condition has deteriorated by those nonsense that we believe. So not unless something happens, we're not going to find out. We'll die like my parents. They die a Christian. They may find out that Christianity wasn't good after they were dead, 
and see the spirit world and what is civilized, really. I think they may found they may have found out after they were dead. You see what I mean? So <laughs> I don't think that if you die, <laughs> believe in the Bible, it's gonna send you to hell because you didn't know, you believe it, right? And that's all. So but whilst we are here alive, you know, if we have a chance to know the right thing, why we we don't we shouldn't die to find that out. You know, and to be corrected after we are dead. No, we want to live a productive life right now. Straighten out all the issues that we have here that, you know, people are exploiting, exploiting you and making a lot of fool of you. And this is the time for us to straighten that out. That's my stuff. That is what I talk about right now. I confront the amount of things in the Bible not to get rid of. And I find it so easy to get rid of them. Right? I want to thank you for tuning into the program. And I want to say, you know, thanks to the 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 thanks to the the owner or controller of the CRS radio. I want to like just say my thanks for bringing different programs that help that help people to have a better understanding of the world. I know this is the motive and intent of this station, calling it the knowledge station. You have to bless these people or, you know, involved in a media that gives the unfortunate people an access to hear civilized, civilized knowledge, civilized knowledge, and help us to think differently than just believing in something that we don't know exists. Get to know things that exist. Because I'm sure the people who are, you know, writing the Bible about African characters, they don't, they don't care about us. They're working all kind of trickers to keep our minds astray. So it's why I'm here. We're not trying. We all we're trying to do is to correct what's wrong, you know. And we have some things that are wrong that must be straightened out. Why should we live in them and die in them, subjected in bondage to people who think that they can trick us and get away with it? Now, it's law and order that began before we were created. And those laws and order we know today as uh, kingship government. Talking about Moses and uh, Ten Commandments, that is not the beginning of civilized life. Not Moses. No, none of what we're reading about in, in Old Testament and stuff like that. No, you got to go for real history. Real history, the record of the past. The Bible is not record of the past. If it is a record of the past, well, come and tell me what geography is the place where the spirit God in the Genesis crea creation story, um, where's that place where God created for Adam and Eve to, to live their life and began populating the earth? Where is that place? Just for example, so that you think. 
I mean, why are we to live our lives with, you know, um, European powers controlling every place that uh, um, African people live? Go to, to Greece, Turkey, and these other places that we now read in history. They call it mythology. It's not mythology. It's history. We read in history, we are the gods, the Elohim gods, who physical beings work in Africa and build up, um, you know, all kinds of structure all around the planet, Earth. And today, the African people cannot have access to those places. Just think about that. Now, we, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a matter that our brain is so damaged by the Bible that we are not even interested in those kind of things. We are not interested whether Jesus is black or white. That's a serious stuff. If we are conditioned to that, and yet still, it is us that have a history of being slaves. It's not them. It's us. And our brain being adjusted to accept what they do, A.D. and you know, uh, you know, don't make no sense. Uh, it's uncivilized until, you know, it's rotten in a way. And we still believe it. That A.D. and in the year of all Lord is something that is you know, uh, a civilized thing. And they say they have a, a government that controls every single dime and acreage of place that we have. With those kind of stuff. That's not what the history says. Right? Now, I want to um, commence, you know, the central thought that I want to bring, uh, bring to you. And so let me begin by telling you the title of what I'm really emphasizing today. I'm going to try to read. You know, I don't read all that, you know. I don't read that well. But <laughs> I try to do, you know, <laughs> the best I can. All right? I just hope that uh, something comes out that you make some sense of. That's what the objective of this is. I'm talking today about Abraham was never a Jew who made up who made up the lie. Abraham was not a Jew who made up the lie that he was one. That's what I am talking about today. All right. I talk along the line of the Bible, so I'm basically always dealing in a, as in a Bible study, history and Bible, mingling together, two worlds colliding, lie versus truth. History is a record of the past. The Bible doesn't have no creation story, as we would think in church. The Bible is not certified by no academic source whatsoever. Whatever I'm talking about to the contrary is based on civilized history. Just understand that. 
if you want to be controlled by things you believe in and you don't have a, a proof around you that you can relate to it, you are making a choice between believing in an idea that not even the church intend to prove it to you. As a matter of fact, the church will tell you you have to wait until you're dead and you go to heaven to ask God. Because clearly the church cannot prove what it is saying in a literal sense. So they want you to think spiritually all the way and they never have to account for what they say. And the church demand make a lot of bizarre demand upon people who believe. You see what I mean? They make a lot of demand on, on believers in the church. And you don't you 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 in four between four walls. Believe in the preacher, what the preacher says. And the preacher cannot bring a piece of history and tell you what he's telling you is true. Right? And say what he's telling you is true. They never can do that. So you're always in the Holy Ghost. They encourage you to have the Holy Ghost, speak in tongues and stuff like that. And those things are just not civilized stuff. All right? And we're not going to have a, a good life until we come to the realization of it. So today, I'm telling you, you read your Bible, Genesis, and you go up to about Genesis um, 12, and you begin to read a story about Adam uh, having uh, an encounter with God. He found God, right? And it takes up a lot of chapters of Genesis. And you go to uh, right down to Genesis 22, and it begins to tell you some more things about um, God and, uh, and, and Abraham and God testing Abraham whether or not he loved God and have faith and confidence in God. God say, all right, to prove if you really love me, Abraham, I'm going to ask you to sacrifice your son. You know, and that was a common thing in the Bible. We are also a man who was, was a ruler. I read it somewhere in the Bible. Um, he was a, a, a ruler, and he prayed that God should deliver his adversary into his hand. And, you know, now I know it is, the European Sodomite people are writing these things in the Bible and they are writing it for the hybrid people, the African black-headed people. That's who they wrote the Bible for. It's not themselves. Right? Because we are the ones they're trying to convert. So when um, I read the story of this ruler who asks God to, you know, be with him when he goes out to fight against his adversary and take what they have from them. You know, and he made a promise to God and said, look, if you deliver my enemy into my hand, when I return, I will give you the first thing that I I, I, I identify coming back from they, 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 they coming from coming back from my, my invasion. I'm going to offer it to you as a sacrifice, and you know, 
he went out on his invasion, on his conquering, and he was successful. So he's coming back home now rejoicing. What did he find when he, what did he see on his approach to his, 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 um, his home? He saw his one beautiful daughter. I think it was the only daughter he had. And then he remember, oh, I'll have to kill my daughter because I promise God anything I see. I'm going to offer it as a sacrifice. Yes. And he told his daughter, you know, what happened and daughter just go along with it. He killed his daughter. All right. That's what you have in the Bible. Now, if you are civilized and you think that a God should do that to anybody who would go out and kill their adversary, <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> something wrong with that. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. And the Bible is what the European people use to take away the land from African peoples and kill them and do whatever they want and give them Christianity. All right? So if you read, I'm telling you this because now this is the subject matter I'm talking about, Abraham. It's all connected to Abraham. Where they are telling you that God met Abraham when God spoke to him from the sky. And from then, people, they meet a God that they don't know. So that means it wipes out the history that tells us how we were really created. It was not in a garden, but it is in a physical place in Africa. At Chimti, in the Abzu, the place is there. But the Bible doesn't have any, so it has to make up a spooky one about a God who made a profound discovery of one God. And they have all this writing set up and coach us into accept that. History doesn't tell us that. They make this stuff up and say we have to believe. About Abraham, they don't use a character from Europe to do it. They use our character, African character, a polytheism character at that. So they go overboard to fool us with a Bible. All right, and that's what I'm confronting today. You're listening to CRS Radio. And my friends, I'm telling you, something is happening in this world right now. Something that is going to stun millions and millions of people. Changes are taking place with what these white people are doing. And they think that, oh, they got it all wrapped up. They're making a big, big mistake. If they want to save their culture, they go back where their culture originates. Get off the African territories. Get out. Warning them. Get out. Because all of the weapons that they stock pile on our territory, they have it there to, to protect anything that is going to want to challenge their 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 takeover. You see what I mean? There is much beyond that. If you read widely, you will have reason to understand. And even the Bible, you will get some of the things from to know that something is going to happen. You read Isaiah 28 and Isaiah 29 
Isaiah 59 too. There are other places in the Bible that tells you something that these Europeans, they're not concerned about. But they put stuff in the Bible that they didn't write. They wouldn't write those things in there. But somehow they put writing in the Bible that goes against them, but they are blind to it. They're blind to it. All right? So we know there is much beyond A.D. Anadamani. The world did not, civility did not start with A.D. Anadamani. You must look on and know things, and you don't have no way of doubting um, civilized record of the past. We don't have anything else. The Bible don't offer us none of that. These folks had the opportunity to do all these fraudulent things and criminal acts against the black people. They don't think they're going to pay for it. They think because they had free reign to take over and they don't even run from where they do the stealing. They make sure they stay there because it will be theirs forever. That's what they think. That's not true. All right. So now I'm going to like bring the information to you to let you know that what you have in the Bible about Abraham is just 100%, it's 100% lie. And I'm going to bring, the, bring it to you, all right? Unlike people who are ready to tell you that you're wrong and they're not going to give you the evidence why you're wrong, I am not that way. And when I'm telling you something is a lie and you truly believe it, you know, with your faith, your belief and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm going to tell you it's a lie. Jesus Christ is a lie. So, <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not like you if you're a believer and I ask you, all right, um, uh, tell me, give me the proof that Jesus is uh, really existed. Because the account where Jesus, the Jesus story come from, it comes off a black person. The African Elohim, uh, Elohim created hybrid person in Palestine. It comes from a black person. But you believe in Jesus so much now uh, coming out of Adam and Eve in a garden. That don't exist. And Jesus coming to die for sin don't exist. And the Bible does tell you that too. Jesus never exists. But from the way you're reading it, you're not going to find out that the Bible tells you Jesus don't exist. Because words is a science process thing. And what you're reading the Bible when it tells you your mind must be unnatural for you to understand what's in the Bible. It tells you your mind must be unnatural, which is a lie. Your mind cannot be unnatural in no kind of way. But you see, like it's true. And you may have a PhD too, and you still believe that. It doesn't, it, it will never be true. All right? We don't have anything else besides to face the truth. So let me just um, get with the, the synopsis that deals with this. And beside that, I'm going to take you to, into a little. A work by James Mark. 
I think he's a man. He's a man with a PhD as well. He's not. Uh, I think he's one of the the white Jews, right? White Romans type of people. But you have those of the European Caucasoid race culture who are scholars. A lot of them don't really give in to criminal activities like their government leader do. They'll tell you the truth. You know, just tell you the truth. They're, they're, they're you know, like professional authors who deal with the record of the past. Put it that way. They deal with the record of the past, and they, they're not going to lie or trying to win you over to Jesus or nothing like that. They are those. And, you know, let the record show that I am not biased in that way. I am going to tell the truth. All right? That's as far as we can go, is telling the truth. You want to be on the side of the truth? Don't believe anything and pretend that you know it. Get to know it first before you believe it, okay? And that's the only way to live your life and give your life true value. All right. So this book, I'm going to bring you some reading from this book. As much chance as I can get to do it. A Pelican original. Whose land? A history of the people of Palestine by James Fox. I'm going to bring it to that because it has archaeological facts. Abraham was not a, 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 a monotheism person. He never found no one God in the sky. It's cold, cold lie. But the European, they have to contrive these lies. They don't have anything else. Why they are writing all African characters in their Bible? Why didn't? Why did they have to write a Bible? Why didn't they write a world history textbook of their own that deals with just them? Why? Instead, we have a history book that is. A neutral book. Just tell the truth. World history textbook. It's true. A record of the past. These white people won't give us no history. Record of the past of themselves. But they indulge in writing history about black people that don't exist. Because they decide they're going to make up a world of sodomy. And they're going to drag African people into their sodomy. And that's what is going on right now. And it's so happening that our generation of today don't know that's what they're doing. It's the reason why we believe in the Bible. And the Bible is what they are using to make the sodomite. That's plain and simple. All right. So let's go on to read now some historical record information. All right, first, what Elohim kingship government authority to Caucasian sodomite, sodomy? Um, let's get it straight now. What 
Elohim Kingship Government Authority is to caucasize, sodomize, dominate the civilized hybrid. Human world. What is the kingship government to them, to the sodomite, to the caucasite? Elohim, kingship government authority. It is. Right? Think about it. What Elohim Kingship Government Authority is what it is Occupied Sodomite Dominate Dominating. All right, so let's read this now, like, you know, like I'm reading and not just talking to myself. What Hello M. Kingship Government Authority is to caucasize sodomite dominating the civilized hybrid world? I think that is more understandable. Let's move on. To assume African names of people and places to wrongly emulate civilized Elohim social and political establishments to write blasphemous Bible with civilized African characters be the foundation of uncivilized philosophy and cultural sodomy. What? Why? For example, they wrote black Jews were expelled were expelled from Palestine. They wrote that. Um, you can read that in the Bible as well. That's what they do. They call us Jews. They call the black people of 2,000 years ago in Palestine, they call them Jews. Everything you read about that period in the Bible, the black people were Jews. The wise men following a star, star stop over King Herod's house, and, and totally um, disclose secrecy, the secret mission. The star was doing to take these men from where they were to go see the baby. 
that the baby was to be born. How did those wise men know about that? I don't know. But follow the Bible that the white people wrote in Matthew 2, giving that story. I mean, they make up the stories. And like it is what I'm saying to you, they have done extensively. Not something about themselves, but about us. Why they are the author of these things. Writing about the black people. That is enough to make you know, it doesn't matter how foolish you are, something is wrong. These people own Palestine now. By kicking out, you know, millions of people, black people that live in Palestine. Call the black people in their writing Jews. We don't write anything that tell, tell the world that we are Jews. These white people wrote it. And we adapt it. I mean, generation over 2,000 years come up and begin to read Bible. And that's all we know because we don't have any education of, say, African people, historic people coming into our schools and make sure that we are getting African history of ourselves. We don't have that. So these white people are glad that we don't have that, and they can get to inculcate us with Bible that they wrote, and call us anything they want to call us, and that's all we know we are. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? If you don't understand that, you're going to keep believing nonsense. All the day alive and you're dead that way. Now, once you're alive, you can make distinction of stuff and, and put your life, you know, in the right thinking of things and right identity of it. So this is what I'm trying to say to you. What they have done to us is something that we can discover if we can only get free from this fanatical um, belief syndrome. Where we believe everything that we read in the Bible, it is God's word, inspired word, Anat Nagasa. Right? It go it went so for me for fifty years from eight seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I am reading now and I'm seeing something different. Will you see something different if you read? Or are you going to be afraid to read to find out? Well, I think it's always never too late for a show or a rain. Find out when you can find out and you know, just change. When you, you know, because, I mean, who are you going to hurt when you get out of the wrong thinking, wrong way? Who are you going to hurt? People who are making some, you know, getting something out of you staying in the wrong way. They get your money and all kind of other things they get, right? So what I'm talking about today is the, is the, is the history and something that we cannot sacrifice for anybody. We must know the truth, right? So here, catching their, their hands, stealing our, our character and our name, because that's what they're doing to Abraham, and transfer the virtue of the lie they are telling, a lie that supports their, their criminal doings. And Whereas they can take, extract something from us that don't belong to them. And we are left powerless. We don't have law. We don't have nothing over them at all. 
they are ahead of us and telling us all these lies. But there's a way to find out if we begin to read aptly. All right, so here we go. Here it is very clear. I said, for example, these are my people wrote black Jews were expelled, which has nothing to do with them because they were not black. They were not white Jews yet. So at that time, they are playing out what they have written to be played out over time. And Jesus, Jews too. Remember, there was no Jesus. It was a black man. It was an Hebrew man. Yeshua, they said they call him. Uh, our history would represent that man as a Hebrew. And, and no white people cannot be Hebrew. Never, never, ever. They come from uh, uh, an inclusive and civilized beginning in Europe from Homo erectus ancestors. They don't have anything about name or place or that they develop or not like that. So here we are with this information and catch them setting us up to be Judaism, setting us up to have that uh, uh, a really done called Judaism. And Abraham is the founder of it. It's hot, hot life. Or if you want to call it cold life, well, whichever, you know, context you want to call it. But it's a lie. They set us up. They use their pen to set us up. Because they, well, they, since they learned to read under the polytheism system, because they didn't have any system to learn anything from, but he is in the God, the Elohim system, who bring us civilization. They began to do this thing because they realized that they could play with us and make us puppets and a strength. So this is what they have taken advantage of. Our ignorance. So they call us back then in that time Jews. And you can see clear, clear as day as I am telling you, you know that, that the Bible said, I'll talk about the Jews. And the Jews back then, 2,000 years ago, uh, were the black people. And they said, Jesus came to save to save us for we sin from we are sinners by Adam and Eve, right? But Abraham's children now are the ones that um, God is going to connect with on the earth to bring himself as a spirit God to our understanding. So he's going to reveal and tell Abraham how to stuff, right? And that's how monotheism was formed. Black people are not writing this. It's white people writing it. You see something wrong with that? Do you smell something foul here? Of course. Now, so we were black Jews, all right, and follow this. And they wrote, we were expelled from Palestine. They are the ones that kicked us out of Palestine. At the time when they are writing that Jesus was put on the cross and and, and and crucified. Back then, yes, Jesus was a, a Jew. Because remember, they said, they write over, he said, the king of the Jews. 
they call Jesus the king of the Jews. So that helps you to understand what I'm saying. I'm not lying. I'm not making it up. You know, follow your Bible and you can see what I'm saying is true. The Bible that they wrote, and the only thing that is a problem that you've got to understand that black people never write that, that Bible about uh, the New Testament, scripture about not, nothing. And if black people ever write ecclesiastes or Psalms or something like that, you have to understand the context of what you're reading because they do all kind of stuff which shows what is considered to be um, good spiritual words that are being conveyed, but it's out of context, you see? So you can't rely on anything that you're reading in the Bible. You have got to know history and know that what is said is true, and you leave well enough alone, but you can't just give the Bible in general your blessing. No, because it has too much sodomite stuff in there that they are putting together to bring us into the sodomite fold. That's it. Now, so, so it says here that um, they wrote black Jews were expelled from Palestine by Romans and by, by Romans and was readmitted. Now, what they don't understand is that we are going to find out that they are the Romans. You see what I mean? So they are writing it today like we don't know that they are Romans who invaded and carried out the whole thing. And today, they still hold on to Palestine. So are they Romans today? Of course they are. But they become divers, use our, play, our name and characters and place. And they don't bring in Europe into it. They, they, you see, they're using a long arm to, to, to frame us. And, you know, over time, we don't know the difference. That's what they have done, my friend. I don't say they never had some intelligence because they are on the earth for a long time, like cats and dogs and all these animals who know exactly how to get up in the morning and go look food and stuff like that. So they have enough sense like that. But being humanoid and able to understand an, an human frequency, it makes them dangerous. They're dangerous. Yeah, that's right. So now, this is what they're playing out. They are making a new world order, and we don't know that's what they're doing. So... So um, so we were expelled from Palestine by Romans. These same white people, man. They are the same people who, you know, um, you know, putting us into cartoon, cartoon place. They have us going. But when we find out, they can't, they can't, they can't, they can't, um, they are not able to dock this because we know 509 BC, that's when they overthrew the king in Italy. That's when they began to call themselves Roman Republic and go about with the army, you know, under camouflage and do what they're doing right there in 63 BC, right there in, 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 in Palestine. That's what they're doing. All right. So I'm giving you the full story. And was... They're saying we were readmitted back into Palestine. 
but this time um, to a new name, Israel, 1948. They created a new name, 1948. And this is the time they are saying we came back and readmitted in 1948. But look at it. Who are the people who destroy the, 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 the residents of the black people in Palestine? So that now, who changed the name of Palestine or Palestina, Palestia into, into Israel? It's not the black people who did that. It's these white people, so-called Romans, who do it and kill out everybody, fight the four-year wars and stuff. They are the ones that did it. There's a track record to show you that. All right, so if you think Abraham in your Bible, that you, by which you believe in Jesus, if you think it is true, look at what I am telling you. It, it cannot be true. It's not possible for you to be true. If, 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 if these things are happening in, in, in Jewish black people jurisdiction, it must be them who is doing it. It can't be somebody else who, who, is, who come there and doing it. Because there is a government here. Black people are under kingship government. All over the world, we are under kingship government. That's what is for sure. So when they're talking about um, Abraham found a God, it's, 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 you know, I mean, you've got to understand that these guys are, are uh, 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 instruments of the, of the pit of hell. You know, if there's such a thing. So 1948, you know, they, 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 you know, instilled it was white Caucasian sodomite people that return as Jews. You understand me? They're not talking about black people, Jews come back. No. They keep out the, 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 so, the so-called black Jews, and then they come, they come in 1948 as the black people return. But... Remember, then it's a Jews, then there was a black people, you know, so the, the people were Jews in Palestine. So now they're not saying, they're not telling you now that it is, black, it is white people come in as Jews. But they now take on the name Jews that they call Jesus and the rest of people in, in, in Palestine. Do you understand that? You see how they do it? Do you see how they do it? Huh? You have to see how they do it. They call us Jews back then. I'm telling you, we never call ourselves Jews. We never call ourselves or tell anybody that Abraham find a God out in the sky because we don't have no history like that. We don't have that history. They make it up. You got to look and see what I'm talking about. Let me get a sip of water here because you know it's taking a lot of energy to me to go on like this. Okay. Now it's hard for a believing person who is locked in and don't have an inclination to examine anything or to compare issues, right? It's hard. But not everybody is having that problem. So those who are able to understand, understand. Now, it goes on to say the people return 
1948. It's not the black people because they kill off those people and we have record, historical record, that they kill off these people and take them out and disperse all out around the world. They never return. These black people never return. These white, my people return and, and fill up the place now. And Palestinians cannot go into Israel now. All right? I hope you see that very clearly. It's all about Abraham that they're talking about that Abraham was a Jew, and that's what makes us Jew. It's all a lie. Are the African people asleep? Oh, are we asleep here? There is there is people confusion over proper civilized identity. We, we really, really, by being Christian, we are having civilized, you know, we are having a proper, we are, we are, we are confused over proper civilized identity. We don't, we don't have it because we are mistaken identity that these people have put into our heads. Black people were never named Jews. Never. And that we have to get a good reading sense of. We were never Jews. The Caucasian criminal political democracy getting by with far more than murder with these things because they have a so-called government, A.D. and Adamani, where the things that they are talking and present it as reality is not. And we fall victim under this. All right. It goes on to say they're getting away a lot. Getting, they are getting by with far more than murder. A lot. Far more than murder. Um, a lot. Um, all right. It's that we must. We must pay keen attention to prehistory and modern history. African people supposed to do that. We're not going to prosper in this world unless we know our own history. And nobody's going to help us. No, God, no matter you pray to God or not like that. To begin with, you're not praying to the right creators at all. Because you think God is a spirit. God is not natural, um, sophisticated being who set up the, the, the world with a lot of a lot magnificent monuments, baffling monoliths. Only the gods who created us did that. We only have record of that. We don't have record of white people doing anything as a civilized contribution. They are not into our civilization. All right? But they want what? They want what we have. 
And that's why they are doing these kind of stuff. You see? Have you ever asked the question why they're doing it? Trying to save us? Why they're writing this? Bogus, Adam, and even a Bible? And making it seem like it's our people writing. And set up all these churches around. We grow up and see these churches. We just join them. They blind followers. All right. So here it is now. We must pay keen attention to prehistory before the flood, right? And modern history. Now, let's get to this portion I want to tell you about. When we talk about history right now, get to this sweet, sweet part. Tell you about the history. I want to read to you some. James Sparks, rebuke the folly. Abraham was a Jew. And I will read some of that to you. Let me try and get there. White people sponging up civilized black hybrid people. Sponge them up, you know what I mean? They're sucking us in. They're like um, parasites. You know, some parasite plant. You know, fall into the crutches of a tree and start growing in there and suck all the juice out of that tree to grow. This is the way situation is in the world today. Gary Michotta wrote something here and said, discussions with non-Catholics often center on the role of faith and good works. Many non-Catholics believers. No, many non-Catholics believe we are made we are made right with God through faith alone. See, all these stuff are heritage. Heresy. Because when you present something about Catholic people, these are sodomite. Sodomite and Catholic Church is a sodomite um, um, institution. It has nothing to do with civilized African people. Nothing whatsoever. This is the lie and the people who create the lie from, you know, from, from Italy go right around into Palestine. They are the ones who destroy the African civilization and behaving like they're a part of righteousness and come and using our own character to destroy our existence. Right? Well, the time has come. What is done in the light will come to the light. What done in the darkness? I, that's what I mean to say. What is done into the dark will come to the light. And this is what is happening today. Many Catholics believe Many, many, many non-Catholic believers. No, I keep on going over these words. Many non-Catholic believe we are made right with God through faith alone. And prove this commonly. Appeal to what Paul says 
about Abraham in Romans 4, 1 through 5. If Abraham was justified on the basis of his works, he has reason to boast because he has a lot of good works. But this was not so in the sight of God. What God are they talking about? It's not any, it's not the Elohim gods that the African people are offering. See? So this is what happened when we believe in the Bible and the God are they talking about a man of even God, one God in the world or in the universe. This is what is causing the problem in the world today and the black people are being ruled over because we are totally um, confused and lack the knowledge we're supposed to have so that we can have the right connection when you pray and you make a supplication where, where that prayer is going. If you don't have the right sense about the way how we originate and you're going to church and believing this kind of stuff, you're cut off. You don't have any energy that is going to where divine hearing, um, hear what you say and react to your situation. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God. Just believe God. And it was accredited to him as righteousness. Romans 4. Two to three. It seems as though Paul is saying Abraham was made right with God by faith alone, apart from anything he did. For example, works. Is this true? What non-Catholics often miss, though, is that Paul's appeal to Abraham is part of an argument he is making against the group known as as the Judaizers. Now, black people believe in what this all thing is saying. That's when we go astray. Because there is no thing of, there is Catholic, because he's Sodomite, raised up a Catholic institute, and do a lot of evil. They are, they are, they are the duty, um, ju- um, what's it called? Jesuits. The most dangerous evil um, such a, 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 a beings on earth when they are talking about Abraham met God out of the skies that is where they build up all this whole bunch of nonsense about Judaizers and, and St. Paul because St. Paul clearly is one of the, 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 the characters in the Bible that never existed never existed and if you don't read, you can't read under you with your belief in mind and your unnatural mind and see that St. Paul never exists. That's why they want you to read with your mind 
um, not, not careful about words and stuff like that. They want your mind to be unnatural because when they tell these lies, they won't know no difference besides to believe it. And that Paul's point is much more profound than they realize. My friends, none of this is relevant to African people. None of what I've, I have read here. All right? So I tell you about what he says about James Park. James Park rebuked this whole nonsense that they're talking about Abraham. So if Abraham is not a part of the equation of the biblical salvation, you don't have any salvation. And that's what these white people want. They want African people to believe these nonsense. So if you don't get the message, the message is church is not for Africans. Plain and simple. And it means they, they invented an AD calendar and ignore the African polytheistic calendar and they ignore the kingship rule too. It means then when we, when we reveal that they are criminal and they don't have any part to do with they are, it is the jurisdiction of law that protects the African people. Come here and make up a law and say, our, our government don't exist. It just can't. And the only way they have been doing it up to this point is that we don't have anybody to come up and say what law is from what it's not. And that has been the problem. Well, I am here. I am here. I got legal knowledge. I know that all what they're writing is lie. I learned how to read the Bible. I know what, when the Bible is talking true from false, from something false. And this is where, this is, this is where two worlds are colliding right now. Because we go along with this nonsense that they come with, using our characters to create a new world order and everything, and we cooperate with it. Well, when we no longer cooperate with it, they have to find themselves where they belong. That's all I plain and simple. Because we now are connected to our gods. Imagine, if the gods that work in, 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 in the Abzu, South Africa, and make up all these things on earth, if they want to come back to earth, you know, they would have to come and, and, and decimate these white people who stockpile all kind of nuclear weapons. And I tell you, in this same James Park's book, they tell you that the black people that they call Jews, they were not looking for somebody like these white Romans to come there and kill them and kick them out of their place. They were expecting somebody political to raise up like the guy who they... they call Jesus today, who were Yeshua. The way they talk about the way he was a wise guy and, you know, was someone who could become a king, sitting up on the throne. They get rid of these, this guy. But they said, look, those black people out there were thinking, with this destruction 
of their homeland. If they should get someone to come and be a king, they don't have anywhere to go. They can't, as these Romans are there. That's what is written that they were saying as a historic thing. And now this is where we end up. And it means then something is going to happen in this world. And it's not going to be a race war either. What is going to happen is not a race war. Because Africans were never going to war with anybody. And when the gods rule on earth, nobody stayed at war with them. Um, they, they, the gods, they may war against them, themselves, but not from outside. Not outside. Okay? Now, when these white people began to interfere with the establishment of civilization, nobody troubled them either. So they went on, and it was up to the African people to develop themselves. We get, we get kingship as a government to lead a, 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 a civilized world. When these white people come in and they find out, that, oh, we are a little backward. And they go into education and educate themselves and, and become like experts at stuff. Now, it, you know, the lie where they wrote and stuff like that, all bunch of nonsense that they've written that will not allow them legal standing in our territories. There's just no way. And the Bible alone is enough to indict them. Because what they have done is with the, you know, the insane, uncivilized mind that they have, that anything they do is permanent. <laughs> they think that they overthrow the king in Italy, it's permanent. They put the, the, the Pope in there to live. It's our place. But they think they are going to be ruling forever. They don't understand that there's a power that will just decimate them in the twinkling of an eye. And it's written in the, in the very Bible that they have. And farming, you know, um, acting like a lunatic. They don't know all what's in, in the Bible. The Bible is very much against them and all this, this Adam and Eve story that they write in the Bible. The Bible itself, material in the Bible that is against them. You see what I mean? And civilization don't come out of their Bible. It doesn't have civilized recognition. It doesn't have academic certification. The Bible don't have none of that. And they don't realize that what they do cannot be permanent. Because even though they say they have law, AD law, and, and they have all sorts of, of, of um, wealth tied up into their government. Once we come on the scene and say, hey, be on a domini, it's not law. That is only something that you can carry go to Europe and go use it, but not in African domain. That, this is where we are headed. This is where we are headed. We're not going to have a race war. You see, because they will be decimated long before. We have a race war. The tornadoes and everything up there, uh, on, you know, what we're reading is not, it's not, it's not, it's not empty myth. It's history we're reading about the gods and what they can do. Because 
evidence is right here. You're talking about adversaries of the Elohim themselves and we the offspring. That's what it is all about. You don't decide to see what the truth is. Well, you're not a part of what of reality what is happening right now. Right? But this is what I'm saying to you. All right. Now I'm complete with what I was reading on the um <laughs> about Paul and the Judaizers and you know <laughs> and they're they are saying that the Jesus what is said in the testament about Jesus, you know, and the faith in Jesus, that is what is prof- more profound than what the Judaizers were saying. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry. But um <laughs> I thought it's a little dry, so might as well I wet it up. Now I think I'm going I'm doing well with time. I'm gonna read to you. Give me just a moment. Okay. Uh, let me just remind you that I remind you you're listening to CRS Radio in all the stations, and I am um, Alim. And I'm enjoying myself. I'm, I really do. I'm enjoying myself because, you know, what I'm talking about here, um, as long as you hear this program, because they're, 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 they are editing things that I say. Black Talk Radio is editing things that I say. I did a show. The last show I did was okay. They did not um, fool around with it. But they have a way of only returning uh, downloaded songs that I play and not what I say. What I am saying is absolutely crucial. They don't want me to say it because they are only realizing confrontation, real confrontation with what their existence is in the African territory. They have taken up residence that indicate their sodomite head telling them they must rule the world. It's not going to go like that. Okay? And we're not going to, you know, uh, get nuclear weapons to fight with them. If anybody is going to use weapons, it's them. They don't have us to deal with. They have the higher power to deal with. Because as long as all of us are not church people and speaking their language like the rest of the people who are activists, black activists and stuff like that, and they, they, they're not talking history and, they, and, and, and taking, uh, what you call it, government jurisdictional power against these folks. That has not been done. Anytime we do that, it's over with for them. It's over with. And we are not in a war with them in any kind of way because we're not going to do anything than what we are doing here today. Live the way you are living until the good Lord provide us with the right deliverance and we will resettle and, and bring ourselves back. Sodomites must live with sodomites. We are not sodomites. And we are not going to become sodomites 
in any kind of way. If we have anybody as African people who become sodomite, they're not going to be comfortable in the land of the gods. You're going to have to go over Europe, let them accept over there. Just like how they come here and they live here for so long. You know, it was a time. It was, it, it, it is all about time. So you can go over there and do time with them over Europe. But I am telling you, open your eyes, sodomites will not be accommodated in African territory. It just won't. The gods did not work for nothing and create us for nothing. And all of us are not going to be dumb all of our lives. No, no, it does nothing. And I am a proof of that. Okay? A lot of things that they have changed, they're going to take it and go to Europe with it. And they didn't come here with anything. So everything that is here and everything is there is not there. It is their fault to not take some of the... Well, they have taken a lot, I think, over to Europe from our wealth over there and established over there. I think so. All right, let them go over there and enjoy what they take over there. But they're going to leave this country the way it is. The folly that is being decimated right now is the one where they talk about Abraham. That's what I'm dealing with. And let me read something about Abraham to you. The background started with these white Romans that invaded. Italy come right around to Palestine. So I'm going to start with something that addressing what, is, what, what was going on in Palestine from the James Park book I told you is titled, Whose Land? A History of the People of Palestine by James Park. Listen to this here. I am getting into <laughs> you know, um, this um, this subject matter is very, very, it's very um, intriguing to me. All right, because I want to read something that you know it started a few chapters ahead. <laughs> And I want you to get the essence of what I'm I'm reading, and uh, I want you to get closer to like. All right, I'm gonna skip over. Listen, some of what he said here. The new prophets were individuals of the highest spiritual development of their time. They belong to no order or succession, but appeared. In, appeared in every rank of society from the royal family to the peasantry. All right. All right. Let's go on now to this part. Their teaching as to the holiness and love of God 
and as to moral responsibility, public as well as private life, from the background of both Jewish and Christian theology and social teaching. Listen, they were talking about prophets, and they are telling you now um, the kind of stuff that they, they, what their teaching is all about. So it comes down to a designation that is important into what they are writing about here. You see, they talk about the distinction of Jewish and Christian. Just now, we're talking about 2,000 years ago, that Jewish, when they say Jewish, are black people, they're not talking about, but they're not saying you're hybrid black people. They said Jewish. You are a Jew. Right? And that's why they said Jesus was a Jew. We're talking 2,000 years ago. Who heard the black people 2,000 years ago? Jewish, right? According to these white people and their account of history. Back 2,000 years ago, black people were the Jews. So keep that in mind. Are those who come in and kick them out of Palestine. All right? So I want you to understand that. Parallel, parallel with the development of prophecy was an equal, important development of law as with prophecy. And, all right, so it goes on. Prophecy, it is possible to trace the beginning of written codes. written codes of law and the pre and the predecessors of Israel both in Mesopotamia and in the land of Canaan but also prophecy Israelite law took on a development which had no parallel in the code of neighboring people and I think what they're writing here is a story that must be understood that the author that is writing this book is not is not African and this author is likely to write a history that his people wrote and let it appear like black people. This is the black people story. Because I picked up from what they're saying here is that there are couching a rhetoric for us to start accepting that Christianity, the Jewish uh, and, Jew, and, and, and Jewry is, is, um, is the same thing. Pretty soon, pretty soon, they are going to merge Christianity and Jewishness to be the same. And they're starting it from right here where I'm reading. But also, as with prophecy, Israelite law took on 
uh, development had no parallel in codes of the neighboring people. So right here, they begin to separate Christianity and Jews to be the same, same identity, and put and put the African people on one side and white people on the other side. Whilst they are going to um, bring us together like we are all created by the same spirit God. That's what they're doing. Pay attention to, you know, these kinds of stuff when you are reading as well. But which, um, so the, the, the other people, the other neighbors are different from um, Judaism. And remember, they are making a division between Christian and Jews, which is black people, but they don't tell us are black people. So they reserve the, 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 the words that they are using. That they use it in a way that they can trans identity by not telling you the right, the right noun. They're not telling you the right noun. They're telling you pronoun. Pronoun. Because if you talk about if you talk about Jews, you don't really tell me what the skin, blood, the race is. You see what I mean? Anybody can be called Jews if they want. So this is the kind of thing why today we are confused and don't know whether we are going or coming. And when they said the black man is now named Jesus, a white man named Jesus, this is the kind of way they do it. That today when you say Jesus, it doesn't distinguish between a white man and a black. So where this story started in Palestine is not with a white man. White man was not Jews. White man was not Judaism. They said it was black people. And today, everything that they said we were in Palestine 2,000 years ago, it is white people. White people become those identities. Jews and Christian. Now, so it goes on to say, um, there is no, um, it was not, it, it was not the cause of the, the neighboring people, but which has many parallels. You see that? That's true. Many parallels in the development of Islam now based on the Quran. You hear this? So now what they're saying in this book is bringing us to the way we see the world is today. All right. So this book has some good things in there, and it's had some negative things in there. When you read, you will have to find out. If you don't read the real history of African people, you will forever be stumbling, uh, lost and stumbling. All right. So it goes on to say, in some ways, the codes which are embodied in the five books of the Bible represent a more primitive stage of development than those of which we have knowledge from Mesopotamia or elsewhere. They reflect the life of a more primitive and agricultural society. 
still possessing some nomadic features. They make very well, they make very little reference to monarchy. So who brought about monarchy? It's not black people. They don't make no reference to monarchy, to trade or industry. On the other hand, they refer to, they re, on the other hand, they reflect a much greater concern with persons than with property. And the sensitivity to the unfortunate, which has no parallel. Fatherless, the widow and the stranger and the stranger are the object of an of constant solicitude to the lawgiver. The laws are also unique in their constant association of human and divine sanction in their enactments. The whole basis of their ethics is ascribed to the will of God. Need for obedience to them is ascribed is ascribed to religious motives. And in some cases, the only sanction of an order or prohibition is divine disapproval. All this form of natural com complement to the work of the prophets. But it is necessary to recognize in relation to both that they formulated ideals which were very far from being realized. Now, in the action and custom of the people to whom they were proclaimed, there was still idolatry in, Israel, in Jerusalem when it fell into the hands of Babylonians. And the denunciation of social corrupt in such in such prophets as Amos shows how far his people fell short of the ideal society which his prophecies and the codes of law proclaimed all right now the end of the two kingdoms of Judea and Israel was more than merely 
the temporary or permanent loss of independence. I want to move on over and get close to where I want to read to you. All right, on the way going there, let's see if I find something else I want to tell you. So far as Jewish life was concerned, this is an important um, statement here because it, it's talking about Jewish. And whenever they define Jewish and they're not talking about white, it's always important for a African per person to understand. When they talk about Jewish, they're talking about black people. All right. What, is that, what happened now about the life of the black people here? So far, as Jewish life was concerned, the Persian, the Persian Empire passed away almost unnoticed, overthrown in 331 BCE by the Macedonian conqueror, Alexander the Great. Think about that. Macedonian um, um, uh, Alexander the Great, you know, it's, they might not identify him as Romans, but he is a white Roman, right? But they're calling um, Alexander the Great. But he died eight years later before he had had time to organize his vast conquerors. No, it's vast conquest, stretching from Greece to India. You hear that? All right. So think about what these white people have been doing. And the time, the time. All right. So I, I'm coming closer now to the place I want to read to you. Uh, 19. Mm. 2930. All right. Let me start it from here. During the centuries which followed Alexander, a new factor was introduced into the population of the of the country. Yes. All right. Some some had been settled by soldiers of the armies of Alexander uh, Alexander. Some grew up in subsequent centuries along the coast was was a chain of such cities, right? And east of the river Jordan, a further group was built at convenient points on the great trade routes which passed west and south of Damascus. 
these latter cities, once freed from the yoke of the Maccabees by the Romans, Romans means these white people, white people, right, who invade Palestine. Those, 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 those cities that were freed from the Maccabees by the Romans, which means Romans go there and take over the Macedonians from, uh, from free from, they were free from the yoke of the Macedonians, from the Maccabees by the Romans found the league found the league the ten cities the decapolis city states were familiar to the Romans because what they because what? How did they become the Romans, the white Romans? How did they become familiar with city-states? Because of Mesopotamia that started city-states. Now, and many of these cities remained there, uh, remained, no, no, many of these cities retained their autonomy under Roman rule. All right? They have autonomy, but under Roman rule. All right? And their population varied in origin, provided another element in the permanent amalgam of the land. So amalgam, they come together, you know, so... The, 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 the white Romans them were doing good business, right? But listen now to this part. This is the part I want to bring you to. How the black people, this is the reason. Above everything else that you hear, come right here and see they're going to tell you exactly how things, how the cookie crumble. The stage by which Rome had come to a direct government of the land faithfully reflects the traditional method by imperial expansion. It is by these Europeans that call themselves Romans in, 50, in, in 509 B.C. in Italy when they overthrew the king there. <clears throat> this is like some almost 500 years later. We are seeing them appear here. Stages by which Rome had come to a direct government of the land, being of, of Palestine faithfully reflect the traditional methods of our imperial expansion. So that means she has 
they have done a lot of expansion beginning in Italy, Rome, overthrowing um, Tarquinus king, Roman king. First time they were calling themselves Roman. But now the world only knows them as Roman and nobody else. Because nobody is reading, the, reading well enough in the African, uh, in the African um, societies to come forth and, re- and, and identify what the truth is in history. All right. So it goes on to, sell, to tell you, describe what these sodomites, Romans, so-called Romans, um, like. Her hand was far heavier as well as far more effective than had been that of any previous imperial rulers of the country. And there is more going on into talking about Caesar Augustus. And for you to see, they were here doing all these criminal things to the African people to turn around and write a Bible like Isaiah 53. Who art believe our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For us to look at these criminal stuff and then hold a Bible that, you know, the God who make Adam and Eve in the garden um, is a good God and our exists. Telling you God don't exist. When they tell you God is a spirit, they are telling you it doesn't exist as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a character. It's just a notion. Anybody can write about any God, whatever, and tell you to believe it, and tell you that the wind that blows and the seas, is, he created it. All right. Now that I gave you that, I want to give you a background, something that, you know, preceded what I just read to you. I, I have like uh, 10 minutes, 10 minutes to, um, 10 minutes to five. And then, you know, that is like about a hour and 10 minutes to go. All right. I want to play you a little tune and um, see how well you do with this. And who am I to play now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's say I hit make, okay? <laughs> Desmond Decker and the Aces is only two two minutes and twenty seconds. Think I never see you when you jump over the wall. You think I never see you when you accidentally fall me back. Make you pop the epitaph. Why you accidentally fall? Is she crying out the ice water? Sweet 
Okay. <clears throat> so now you're listening to the CRS radio, the knowledge station. And look, uh, this is a portion of the information I want you to pay attention to. And the best way I can get this now. Uh, these um, things we're reading in the Bible about the tribes and all this kind of stuff, uh, it's all made up stuff. It's not, it's not exactly what was there. And we don't have a rebuttal to what they write. Right? So we have to read it and try and make some sense of it. Oh, I'm going to um, back up to a certain spot here uh, in what they're writing, so at least you can get a good sense of what these people are talking about, let's say, Abraham and the Canaanites and stuff like that. All right, let, let's see here. Um, for, see, they start writing about, let's go from the Ittites. Ittites that Abraham is record. Oh, let's see. Yes. The Ittites were likewise settled in the land. And it was from a Hittite that Abraham is recorded to have purchased the cave, Ebron, where the caves of the patriots are still believed to exist. Now, Genesis 23, after some centuries. Now, what they're writing from a Bible, you, don't, you can't give any credence to when they cite Bible and tell you something. They, because now they're going to use the Bible as an authority. And Genesis is not a certifiable writing. Those writers who wrote Genesis are criminals. All right, but now they're going to cite it to you and said, after some centuries, the descendants of Abraham had grown in a group of tribes. Now, the reason why we have to dump these things, they should not tell us about Genesis when they're telling us about Abraham. Uh, Abraham story in the Bible. It's a monkey foolish nonsense. You know, I mean, vacuous story. Anytime they're talking to your Bible, it's just like they're telling you about a spirit God when they tell you about Abraham in the Bible. So the sight Abraham, the vacuous things coming off of Adam and Eve in the, in the, in the Bible. And, and they begin to tell you now what the, what the Bible says and make that reality. This is New World Order stunt that these people are pulling off on African people. You see, so we're reading the Bible and think that once it's come from the Bible, it's true. That's not true. That's just not true. So it goes on to tell you all these things that they, they talk about the Bible and authenticating Abraham. All right. At some time in the middle of the second millennium BCE, a series of drought and, uh, uh, and crop Drought and crop failure led them to follow the example of their nomads, of their no, of their other nomads of the district, and seek permission to pasture their stock in the eastern fringe of the Nile. 
You see, this is coming from Bible, from real and anthropic certified history. You don't believe these things because they are building a foundation to set up validity for Adam and Eve that they are, are already been carrying along uh, what they are creating because they're creating this Adam and Eve story, right? And that's why when they're using the Bible to do this, once we believe the Bible, we believe the lie what they're telling, that Abraham found a God in the sky, right? So don't take no authority from the Genesis book because Genesis not telling you no truth, but they're using it on us. All right, so it goes on. You see, they're talking about some things, and they're bringing some things. They're bringing some things that things don't form the foundation for what they're saying. They're just using something that is true as a crutch stick to help them along. That's what they're doing. So it goes on to say here, whether all the tribes together went down to Egypt, it is difficult to establish. You see. No, no, go so. I lie them, I lie them, I tell. So now you know this go down to Egypt story and fear and all that. They make up those things. It's not true. All right. So it goes on to talk about, um, it's about Joseph and um, Joseph, the group of Joseph tribe led by Ephraim. They make up this stuff. They make up this of this thing done at, I mean, African history. Some at any rate, some at any rate, made a prolonged sojourn in Egypt and were reduced to the state of semi-servitude, from which they were rescued by a national leader, Moses. Hear that? This is Bible story that they're telling us. They're not telling us history, real history. Who led them out of Egypt? This period made a profound impression which was never forgotten their subsequent history. You see what I mean? All of that is coming out of the Bible. You don't want to suck that in no kind of way. Now, it goes on to say, scholars, when they say scholars, watch out. Scholars differ considerably as to the date of this immigration exodus. It shouldn't. They shouldn't have no different, no, no different understanding because it's supposed to be history. See, but when they're writing stuff in the Bible, and people are not careful to understand that, they're reading something that has no certification. They write it in the Bible, and it automatically becomes a certified thing because of the divine word of God that don't lie. You got to understand that's not true. Some, though, Some throw the whole of the period already described further back. Why are they doing that? 
You're not supposed to do that. If you're telling history, you don't talk about throwback anything. And, be, and believe that it took place between 1600 and 1480 B.C. You see? Others place it between 1380 and 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 and, and 1300 BCE but there can be no doubt as to the fact that it was a historical event the material historical events and they don't give you four legs where this thing can walk on. You see, they might tell you about start off with colors differ considerably. And I tell you all the guesswork we're going to it. But you still them say, but you, can't, you, you have to still agree it is a it is a historical event. Oh you have, to have a historical event and you don't know nothing that is to give it a history, and who is our, our show, how it is proven, what they're talking about, Moses and, and, and Joseph and all this kind of stuff. There's nothing to it, my friend. Now, let's go on to where they talk. But there can be no doubt as to, as to the, the fact that it was a historical event and that during the generation which separated the slave life of Egypt from the conquest of this of the Central Hill country experience took place in the mountains in the mountains region of Sinai and scholars differ even as to where it is to be found. You hear these kind of a guess, guess um, statement? They are guessing about something like that? They, some, some, they had an experience, but no, they're not, they can't tell you definitely about the experience. What is um, something that, this is pertaining to Abraham because what they are writing here is about Abraham's children, right? And they are not telling you anything that is said, that come down from antiquity, come down as, as tradition, what the black people themselves said. That's not what they're doing. And scholars differ even to where it is to be found. You hear that? They must say I experienced happening and I can't tell you where it happened. Of vital to the religious and national future of that group. See, they isolate uh, this group here that they want to use for themselves. And they are making a history for that. But let's start out with the Bible. If you don't notice the Bible, that you must not take as no divine word. You must look for history. If you want to put your, your, your trust and belief into something, look for the rah, 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 rah evidence. That's it in these things that these sodomites are writing, right? Now, let's 
go to a place where they are talking truth can identify with what they said. All right? So they're telling a lot of lies. They're going to tell some truth, too. Okay? Watch this now. So now we find out there is, it's the pure murky, murky stuff that they're talking here. And you don't, you don't follow it. Right? But take the whole thing into account. All right. So they're saying scholars differ as to whether it is to be found. <laughs> um, of vital importance to the religious national future of that group of Abram Abramite tribe. You hear? They might tell you is a Abramite tribe though. You see that? Although all the other facts they can't tell you about them is Abrahamite tribe. And though and through them gave to the subsequent history of the land a signature in the story of mankind far greater than that of its more powerful contemporaries in the valleys of the Euphrates and the Nile. So, so now they are telling us, out of this murky account that they tell us, they are saying to us that this Abramites that they're talking about don't come out of anything historical. It's a Bible thing that they're talking about by, by any historian at all. But they're telling, you know, they are coming and throwing, authenticating it, that it gives um, it, um, um, it says and, uh, and throw the Abramite story throw them um and through them, the Abrahamites, the murky story, gave to the subsequent history. So all you get a Bible story that is not history to give subsequent history of, of, of Palestine a signature of the story of mankind. It just don't make no sense. You see what we are believing? About Abraham? All right. We're moving on to the spotlight in time uh, our, our section I want you to hear. I'm building up to it. Greater than that of its more powerful contemporaries in the valleys of the Euphrates and the Nile. Now, talking about the civilized people of the Nile. They have as Abrahamite that they just the story that they just build up and say it is the Bible Genesis story. Uh, uh, um, it's giving us a story. And they don't know nothing about what they say. But they are saying now it gives subsequent it gives subsequent history of the land. Significance. How come? There's no significance. There's no, no significance passed on to us from what they have written. Now, if you are reading this and you just believe it, you just believe everything they say. But 
I'm not believing what they're saying. I'm reading what it says to get what is done out of it. Now, so here we go now. The heading of this book I am reading says, Jewish, colon, the, 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 the children of Israel, meaning the black people. That's what this is about. The black people who live in, 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 in pa Palestine 2,000 years ago, right? Why are they not Jews today? Why are white people Jews today? This is what we're talking about. So it goes on to say now, events associated with Sinai. No, them don't even know about the events that gone into Sinai, into Sinai, you know. Based on what they say about it, about what um, um, uh, uh, what an experience took place in Mount in the in the mountain mountains of in the mountain region of Sinai, and they say they don't know if the place even exists, and they can't tell you specific about it, but yet still they pass it on as a significant story of mankind. And they don't tell us no story that is history. No. And they and they now removing these this this little group that they call Abrahamite tribe, all them Judah and all them kind of thing they talk about, you know, a twelve tribes, they make it up. Black people were never no twelve tribes. They make it up. Okay? And this the 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 the, the the emergence of the black people civilization, that the white people, they are not a part of. They are not a part of civilization, period. See, and them are right Bible telling you a civilized story. They're not. And the Bible they make up to substitute for history for the black people. And that's why we are led astray. All right. So it goes on now. And remember, they are touching the River Nile. And that's where our first big civilization began in Mesopotamia, Egypt, India, and China. But they are saying now, the group that they set apart, they, 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 um, they are not a part of the general civilized black people them, because they belong to Abraham. This is how they do it. The Abraham met God out of the sky. They can't show you nothing natural what happened in their culture at all. They can't build nothing on their culture, so now they're using our culture and creating their own reality for our culture. And isolate a group, and so they're special. Abraham, not about their, their people in Europe. Why didn't they bring a group from Europe and, and, and write it in, in, in the civilized story and show us that we need to come their way? No, but they're using us for everything. And they with a, a long, a long reach, dipping into our business, and we don't realize it. They set us up. Watch this now. Associated with Sinai were a creative, confusing point of all the previous experience. Of those who received them. You see, the mystery that they're talking about happening in Sinai 
that's where that's where they created the three churches Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. So they're saying now the events associated with Sinai um were creative were a creative confusing point of of all the previous experiences of those who received them not un, unrelated and inexplicable eruption into the normal tenor of their development see so somehow they are saying that this tribe the Abrahamite tribe you know is confusing um you know and 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 not easy to understand by people who who are told about what happened in Sinai now like it's a mystery you know all right but watch what these people are doing you talk about this talking serpent they are talking here as a serpent in the words of browning out of three sounds now who is this brown out of the words of browning out of these three sounds remember they're going to tell us about that murky murky something that they couldn't explain and they are now like authenticating in the words of browning out of the three sounds was made not a fourth sound but a star that, that makes sense to you but a star sounds were real sounds who knows that them using their pen to create reality even though the roles of historian and theologian differ you hear this Justified. Justified in answer. That cannot be understood. But they tell you that, you know, it, it, it is confusing to people anyway. <laughs> the role of, 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 of the role. <laughs> they tell you they were real sounds. How do we know that it was real sounds? They say, and a star. It's a star. All right. We will know what they are injecting about a star. We will find out. Out of three sounds was made, not a fourth sound, but a star. The three sounds were real. Who know that? And you don't even know that it exists at all. It was real sound. Even though the roles of historian and theologian and theologian differ as to the interpretation uh, as to the interpretation of the making tar. Now where did star just jump in there from? <laughs> this star just dropped, you know, like out of nowhere. All right. The making of the star. Here there from the making of the star there from you know the interpretation you know of the making of the star there from 
the sounds were their loyalty to the God worship by three groups of tribes. This is something that you probably would never hear if you didn't read this book or something like that. You would know nothing about this, how they make up the church. The ethical traditions of the codes of Babylon, the wisdom of Egypt, the custom the customs of their ancestors from the background of their their corporate ex, ex, experience and the spiritual um, purging which the desert freedom and stringency brought to them after the slavery and the the, the the flesh pots of Egypt and the historical significance of the star was established was the establishment of belief in a link between the ethical conduct of a community and divine guidance and approval, which marks the religious development of Israel during all her subsequent history and its relationship which forms the bond of, of union with the daughter religion Christianity and Islam now all of that that I have read to you there do you it, does it make any kind of sense to you at all that the black people has been through that type of experience? Thousand years that have passed, these European people have used our characters and our our venues to write all these whole bunch of you know um, uncivilized stuff, and we come up at a time when they curse people. To follow the Bible and make uh, tribunal and, and legislation um, for Inquisition to force us to accept this same, this same um, establishment that these white people make up. And they've been doing it from way back in the BC, BC period. Okay? All the intelligence that they have learned from us over the past 12,000 years. This is what they have done. Guy who's writing about it, um, you know, is 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 writing for us to pick up some positive facts out of it, and it doesn't work for them. It does not work for them at all. But they don't know that because they are uncivilized. They only know so much. 
and when they think something is forever, it going end tomorrow. That's the way they are. And when they steal anything, they don't run. They don't go away from the place. Thousands of years later, they still they are the same place. They steal stuff. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of the things that they steal has to do with land. They have to steal the land, you know, and, and everything has fall upon the land that they steal. And they're not going away from the land. So they are always there for you to, like, later on, come and put them where they belong. Now, so it goes on here. I'm coming to this prime, prime portion of it. It says here, and see where I'm at here. And the historical significance of the star was the establishment of belief. And everything that they are talking about belief now, they're going to link it to the Jewish people. And remember, they're going to take off the robe of the Jewish people who are back and put it on themselves. And that's how they get linked up with Abraham, you see. Do you understand that? That's how the white people come to be calling, up, calling and, and use a Bible based on Abraham that belongs to the black people. This book is decimating the whole thing, and I don't think that's what they're meant to do, but when we come with our history and um, see that they are using our characters, then they don't have an elective standard anymore because we see what they have done with writing. If we don't write something about ourselves, who gives them right to be writing about us? And isn't it amazing that they don't use any of their um, European character to help out into what they are establishing? And isn't it amazing that they use all of their lifetime because since they are getting so much wealth from what they're doing, all of their lifetime to do it. Spend all their lifetime to um, rewrite our existence for us. Something that we don't do. So if we don't come and read and find out, we are dumb. We, we are dead. We are dead. So, all right. Let's go on a little more because we believe that Abraham was, you know, um, talk to God and make covenant with, with Abraham. You're going to find out. Don't, don't go like that. That's all, that's all, that's all. Okay. So it goes on now. They have the star. It is all about the star. And um, it is the establishment of belief in a link between the ethical conduct and the community and divine guidance and approval, which marks the religious development of Israel. You hear that? Which means the black people. It can't be about them. But they are isolating this little group of people that this little group of people, they're going to weed them out and they're going to come and eat. So when they talk about they come back into Israel 48, 1948, and that it is the black people who came back in there who were exiled out there. It's left, it's left up to our sense in reading to know that they are working away a name from us. Just like they take away the name from the Romans. When they, when they took the, um, the army and start calling them, themselves Roman Republic. 
and until t- today, they are known as Romans. Same thing they are doing here. Using Abraham as a, 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 as a character that never know nothing about how he created or nothing like that. He's Adam and Eve created him. So he don't know nothing about that. So now we, and, and he's the spirit God, right? Who Adam and Eve did uh, according to them then, since God is a spirit, is a spirit that was dealing them to the garden of Eden. Now then, who, 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 who oh, did they see God personally? No, not from the way they write, but these Sodomites writing all these contrary ignoramus stuff and not, you know, being concerned about putting things logical and that everybody understand, uh, you know, I mean, pragmatic way what has happened. They're not doing that. So that's the reason why they're going to get, um, they're going to like get into things um, in our time when people are reading and, 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 and go to realize that they did not put in writing um, um, profound, logical, coherent expression. That's not what they did. They write all kind of stuff to get them by and think that we would be blind forevermore and don't know. All right. So let's go here. And its relationship which forms the bond of union with the daughter religion. With daughter religion. That don't exist. Of which forms the bond, union of the daughter of Christianity. So how did they get Christianity in here? And these three types of Christian, it's not religion. Religion is the way of polytheism life. They don't know the difference. So they bring it in here now and talk about relationship between relationship between the relationship which forms the bond of union with the daughter religions, plural, of Christianity and Islam. So Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. All three are distinguished among the world's churches. That's a religion, but that's wrong. Among the three world's churches as monotheism. See how they get monotheism here? They, these white people, that's what they decide. And they own these three religions, although they behave like the three of them don't come out from the same thing. But the star that they're talking about is what held those three churches, denominations together. All right, watch this now. I'm getting to the portion. I'm getting to the portion I want to show you. All right, so they go on to talk about They want to talk about no miraculous or sudden change in conduct followed from the events of Sinai toward the appearances, the conduct of this group 
tribes differed in nothing from that of other others of their kind. Seed implanted in them grew slowly and naturally. Their invasion of the land was often accompanied by the same savagery. Listen this. And wrathlessness that characterized the activities of their neighbors. History records that Moses, the desert leader, died before the tribes reached the Jordan. And it was under the leadership of Joshua, of, uh, of Joshua, of the Joseph tribe of Ephraim, the invasion of the central ill country was successfully undertaken. The conquest was a slow affair and involved a much greater intermingling with the exercising population. See? That's, That's what you call the 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 the, um, the people um what do you call it the sea people they were doing a lot of evil conquest raiding to this the civilization in in the in the Nile Valley you see a lot of um um video out there with um the Bronze Age collapse known by the general term. Canaanites, known by the general term of Canaanites. So Canaanites are not good people. Are them same one are calling themselves Canaanites. Um, than than the biblical narrative would often suggest. There was nothing which corresponded to the central government. And it was only the menace of extra, of external pressure. See, they, they were doing a lot of criminal things back there before they do the um, before they do the conquest uh, uh, of um. In Rome, Italy, you know, they were doing a lot of criminal things out there. All right, I want to read the special place now. All right. Here is the, here is the, the special place that I want to read to you. May have been the origin of Abraham's particular religion. That's all right. 
religion is used properly here because black people don't belong to any church whatsoever. Yes, so what may have been the origin of Abraham's particular religion has been suggested by Sir Leonard Woolley, coverer of hair, the city whence Abraham probably came. He points out that in leaving the city, Abraham inevitably left behind the civic deities whose jurisdiction did not extend beyond the area controlled by their worshippers. But just at this period, the worship of a family are private. Utilary deities had become common among the inhabitants of her. And his family god, Kaman Geodi, would accompany its worshippers, even though they left the city. That family god was privileged to move with the household. But not those who serve the city pantheon. To teach people there and people who live in that local, those gods cannot move out to go elsewhere with anybody. Right? So Abraham, one God, Elohim, gods, was there as a tutelary. And he said it was common to residents of Her, the city of Her. Okay? Now, so it goes on. In the absence of the other territorially limited, though more important deities, this one faithful guardian came to be regarded by Abraham and his people as the only little God, Elohim. For them to worship. They didn't need to go to the pantheon. They have everything with them as long as they have this God as their tutelary and God and guardian. Now, this is what the monotheism is about, that Abraham found a God out of the sky. Abraham didn't find a God out of the sky. Abraham is polytheistic. And... He had a guardian, um, guard, uh, God with him, not a spirit, as some in the, somebody in the flesh, that migrated to earth and was a population on earth back then. And you read in the Bible that the sons of God were marrying daughters of, 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 of men, right? So this is the truth of, of the African people. But these white people decide to mess up history of the black people and push the Bible upon them about Abraham. Now, this is where 
the rubber meets the road. And this is where their basket will not carry water. The idea of the monotheism of the Christian, these white people, this book says, the idea fell far short. You know, the idea that Abraham found a God, a man, a one God, and and become Judaism, and his, his, his children, they perpetuate the same belief of Abraham. These people lie, lie, and they're just Hope that they do it in the in the in the in the in the confidence that black people will never find out what they do. And so far, I haven't heard anybody take this up. I haven't heard anybody take this up. I start to read this. That's what I had believed too. But face the book talking this. I mean, words are making distinction to me. What am I supposed to do? Don't follow the distinction. I cannot do that. I have to follow the distinction, and it doesn't matter how I love and have confidence in what I believe. I know I'm, it is wrong. So what must I do? I'm not going, no, I'm, I'm going to follow what is right because it makes sense as it is, and there is nothing else to, um, to argue about. So it goes on. The idea fell far short of conscious monotheism. It is not. Monotheism, what is being taught in the Bible about Abraham and God? There is only one God. That's not true. That's what this book is saying. It's not true. Now, regardless of whatever this book may not give us, right here it is telling us this is a fact that the author has no intention of lying and telling and relating to us that Sir Wooly is an excavator, excavator and he's the one who who uprooted the the, 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 the the information from the ground as an uh, excavator and found the story of Abraham. See? <laughs> In modern time, right? And and, and, and and wrote the truth by um, you know, um you know, in the book Who's Done, History of the People of Palestine. So here it is. The people who would expect would hide the truth, did not hide the truth. And tell you now, so if you think that you had a you know a good reason to go to church and to praise God through Adam and Eve and Abraham, oh you know it's not true. Not truth at all. You know to believe stuff to where when you read a historic record, you turn your back against it. You know, it it, it it's a terrible, terrible thing. And it just means that what the Bible has taught us has damaged our brain so that we can't even read and make out what we're saying. But so here you're telling you that there's no truth about this monotheism in the Bible of the belief that there is only one God of the whole universe. It was many centuries before the descendant of Abraham reached so lofty conception. See, it, it, yes, if, if it were true, why it takes so long for, for the, what he, what, what they are writing as descendants of Abraham? Why it takes so long for them to develop that sense if, since this was the truth all along? All right, my friends.
So. <laughs> All right. It says. It says. Um. But it contained the germ of the idea and preserved the Hebrews from following nomad habits of nomads and adapting in each locality the gods from that locality worship around their one God clustered other memories Abraham had brought with him from her the folklore of the certain of the uh, uh, folklore of the creation and the flood. The earliest code of laws. So it is showing that Abraham did not do those things. His offspring, you know, um, take a mighty long time before they, they were affected by anything else. This is what these white people have done. So my friends, I want to thank you for <laughs> listening to some of this. You know, I, I wanted, I really wanted to bring bring this out. That at least, you know, my friends, we need to come out of bondage, and the only way we're going to come out of bondage is to is to read certified history. Read certified history. That's all. So I want to thank you for tuning in, and. You're listening to CRS Radio, Knowledge Station. And, of course, as you can see, I struggle to get to the top. I'm tired. I'm really tired. But you know what? I'm not too tired to try. I'm not too tired. Because I know change, change is happening. Change is happening. It cannot be such... A story, a story against these, these uh, um, European people. You know, no sooner than we get over the hurdle that they don't have any legal standing. It's over with. It's over with. And all the weapons that they have stockpiled in our territories and stuff like that, they, they, they're going to leave this territory, leave everything there. They're under rebuke. They're cursed. And it's just a matter of time. Blessings to you. And I hope that you've learned something. Okay, let's see what Neville Decker is saying here. I didn't want to bore you with the same. It pays. Okay. This other tune I like, the pace.
Cause every little thing is gonna be alright 